The text for our consideration today comes from Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. Tetanus, rabies, polio, yellow fever, whooping cough, measles, smallpox. These are all diseases that modern science has either eradicated or greatly reduced their threat level through vaccinations. Countless lives have been saved because of medical advances throughout the years. And yet, there still remains many deadly diseases that we have not been able to cure. Cancer, Alzheimer's, dementia, heart disease, the list could go on and on. Though we do, not, though we do have medications that aid for treatments of these diseases, it is possible that we may not find a complete cure in our lifetime. And yet, despite how serious and deadly these diseases are, it is not the worst thing that we can face on this earth. The title, The Deadliest Sin Ever, belongs to sin. No human born of Adam has ever escaped this disease of sin. The prognosis? Certain death. No man-made medical advancement is or will ever be able to cure the world of sin. There is no hope in the Center for Disease Control, nor in the World Health Organization, nor in any other group of scientists or medical experts. However, this is no time to panic, because there is a cure for this disease. And the man in our text reveals the source of that cure, Jesus Christ. He fell before Jesus in faith. Despite his unworthiness because of his sin, and because he trusted in God's promise to help him. Verses 1 and 2. When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Leprosy during the Old Testament as well as during Jesus' time was a dangerous disease. This was a flesh-eating disease that had a very slim chance of recovery. This form of leprosy has since been made minuscule due to treatment options. However, those who happened to contract leprosy during Jesus' time were considered pariahs or social outcasts. They were forced to move away from their families and live in leprosy camps outside the city or town. In the eyes of society, they were unclean and thus unworthy to be a part of it. In this way, the leper who came to Jesus was unworthy. Are we not also make the same recognition as this leper? While we may not have a serious disease like leprosy, we do have a serious sin problem. This sin has separated us from the love of God. 
Like the leper, we were outcasts from the household of God and on the pathway to hell. We were not worthy to be in the presence of the holy God, much less call upon him for aid. Romans 8, 7 says, For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. That is the state that you and I were both in. We could not keep the law of God to the standard of perfection, and we were condemned by it. The leper understood the state that he was in physically and spiritually, and yet, what was his response to his condition? Seek out Jesus. Verse 2 reads, And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. The leper recognized his physical need for healing, and he turned to the one person who had a 100% success rate in healing. He was so confident in faith that he even broke societal norms for lepers. Lepers were supposed to stay far away from people so they wouldn't risk transmission of their deadly disease. But this leper fell down at the feet of Jesus. He knew that Jesus was his best chance at being restored to a full and healthy life, so he came humbly and relied solely upon the will of God to heal him. What great faith. The natural state of our hearts did more than put us in a life and death situation. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. Who then can we turn to? Ourselves? Impossible. Something that is dead cannot do anything to help itself. Instead, we must turn to what Scripture tells us in Romans 5, 6-8. through 8. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would even dare to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What beautiful and gracious words. Christ's whole purpose on this earth was to live the perfect life according to the law of God and to die on the cross to save people from the very disease that you and I suffer from, sin. The Bible tells us it was no merit on our part, but wholly on God's abundant love for you, me, and all people. He sent Jesus to suffer hell so we do not have to. Because of this and his resurrection from the dead, we are able to follow the example of the leper and fall down at Jesus' feet in faith to help us not just with our disease of sin, but with every need that we may have. How can we be sure that Jesus is willing to help us? Once again, we can learn from the leper. Verse 3, And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Jesus did not deliberate with himself whether or not to help this leper, nor did he say, well, maybe later. Jesus said, I am willing. Be healed. Nothing more needed to be said, for what could be more comforting than the very word of God himself? And he was able to see firsthand the fulfillment of Jesus' words as he was healed immediately. What great comfort this should be for us. God cared for the leper so much that he healed him from his very serious ailment. While we may not be delivered from every physical ailment that comes our way, 
we have the sure and solid comfort that our greatest need, our decrepit state in sin, is no longer. We are healed in the cross of Christ and nothing is able to take that away from us. No matter however big or however small, God promises to be with us and help us the way that he sees best to our benefit. We may always have to live with terrible diseases like cancer or Alzheimer's or dementia. That is part of living in a sinful world. What we do not have to worry about is the condemnation and death notice that comes with being infected with sin. Yes, we still sin on a daily basis. And yes, we will still die from it if Judgment Day doesn't come first. But the lasting effect is gone. You are redeemed by Christ and you are in the household of God. Life awaits you, not death. In the meantime, in this life, God tenderly invites us to fall before Jesus in faith because we need him due to our unworthiness of sin and because he himself has promised to help us until he comes to bring us home to heaven. Amen. We'll close this morning with hymn 134 verses 1 and 3.